You're listening to the 419 Grind Podcast. Toledo's source for exclusive news in music, business, sports, and entertainment. Samantha Dixon. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, I wanted to bring you on to kind of talk to you about your, first of all, talk about your YouTube channel. Oh, for sure. I know you have a uh, a nice following on YouTube. What uh, What's your channel and what's, what's it about? Uh, well, my channel is me. It's my name, Samantha Dixon. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are surprised by that because they're like, oh, you just talk about yourself all day. But it's really just because I don't have any specific topic. Right. I talk about everything. Personal experiences, uh, current events, bullshit. <laughs> Anything that comes to mind right. that I, I think about for a specific amount of time, I've decided I have come up with a thought that needs to be shared. Right. So, so that's really what it came uh, from. Like recent events. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I started making videos was um, I posted a picture of a woman wearing a hijab that was American flag themed. Mm-hmm. And this random white woman decided to comment and tell me that I was oppressing her American culture. Oh, wow. By wearing hijab. So, um, by wearing hijab? Yeah, by just having it. Just oh. wearing it. Yeah. So, I, uh, I was pissed. I did a Facebook Live rant in 2016 that went viral. And then okay. I had people bother me about a channel for several years. So then I started. And oh. when, did, when did you start the actual YouTube channel? Mm, I started actually making videos last year in January. Last year in January? Yeah. So January of 2019? Yes. And how many uh, subscribers do you have? 33,000. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. But I um, I was like dedicated because I had so much built up. So for the first three months, I made at least one video every single day. I had 100 videos wow. in three months. Yeah. So it grew pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and I'm different. So people have a lot of questions for me. Right, right. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the, yeah, on the podcast. Course. I'm excited. Because, uh, I mean, the one, things that, one of the things that you talk about is religion mm-hmm. and uh, Islam. Mm-hmm. So uh, you grew up, what, Christian? Uh, yeah. I was baptized as a Christian. Is that Catholic or? No, just regular just Christian. Regular Christian. Yeah, but my mother was married to a Catholic, so I'm familiar with that as well. Okay. Yeah. So you grew up Christian all your life. Mm-hmm. When did you uh, convert? Well, I went through a phase when I was a teenager where I didn't really know what was right for me. I decided that Christianity wasn't because every question I had, I didn't get the answers that I wanted maybe. Right. So, and I just felt like people that experienced things that didn't deserve it, it didn't make sense that there could be a God that, it, you know, allowed things to happen. So right. <clears throat> I was just doing my own thing. And then for the first time when I was like 16, I interacted with some Muslims and they taught me a little bit about their religion and it just kind of went from there. And the the explanations, the guidelines, everything just felt like it meshed really well with what I needed. So okay. I just clung to it. Right. And uh, I, I know there's uh, a lot of similarities when it comes to Christianity, Christianity Islam. And, and Islam. Yes. What, uh, I mean, I, I grew up Christian mm-hmm. since birth. Right. Like my grandmother was a, was a pastor. My, my oh, father wow. was a minister. Yeah. So, so they know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been my whole life. Like we went to church maybe four or five times a week Dang. from the age of since I was born right. until I was 17, 18. Devout. Devout right. Yeah. Definitely. Like every, every day of the week that was possible for us to go, 
And my father was an evangelist, went on revivals like in Toronto, New York. Oh, it was a whole movement. In yeah, your yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool though. So yeah, he had his own ministry. So uh, I grew up Christian, and I believe in God, of course. Um, but Islam, it, it, there's a is, is some parallels parallels to it. A lot of similarities. So what can you talk about some of the similarities? Um, I will say that. It's kind of looked at as uh, Christianity was like the beginning step for Islam because uh, we we believe and we love and we cherish Jesus mm -hmm. as a significant person. He was not necessarily um, God himself, but a speaker of God, a prophet of God. So we do value him okay. as well as, you know, Christians do. And um, we kind of take Christianity and Islam to us was brought about to kind of clarify a lot of things that got misconstrued when Christianity started changing a little bit because, you know, right. sometimes they change the Bible or they'll say this happened instead of this. Right, right. So Islam was supposed to be a clarification in a way. <laughs> and um, besides Jesus, there's a lot that we have in common, like um, Adam and Eve, um, Virgin Mary, you know, the, the basics, the core values, there's only one God um, you know, all, a lot of similar sins, like we are not supposed to eat pork or consume alcohol. Um, we're supposed to try to be modest, right. um, live your life in a, in a way that is beneficial to you and other people around you. Like that was the part that really got me because right. it's hard for me sometimes to focus on myself and put myself first. So when I have something in my life that makes me do better for other people to help them do better, it's, it's like a, I don't know. It just works out so well. So it's, I don't know. No, keep going. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I didn't expect to um, find something that gave me so much peace and clarity. Right. Because my life is chaos. I'm, I'm working out a world of problems. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. at the end of the day, Islam is very centering with all of the explanations and um, rules that I'm supposed to follow. <laughs> Yeah, because let's be honest, a lot of people look at Islam like, oh, you're extremists. You, right, um, right. If women don't cover their hair, they get beaten. That's not true. Right. You know, there are a lot of misconceptions about my religion. But when you sit them down, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, those three specifically, they're all Abrahamic beliefs. Yeah. Um, so we have all of the most important core values exactly the same. Right. There's one God. Be a good person. And that's basically it. Right. And, and a lot, a lot of the times the Christianity or Christians would, they look down on Muslims a lot Yes, they do. more than they do, uh, Judaism. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and I, and I think it's because of the, the, the fact that there's, there was something after Jesus. Mm -hmm. So according to Christianity, Jesus is the way, mm -hmm. the truth and the light. There is no other way. Uh, to God, uh, but through him. So that, that's what, that's what's taught and that's yeah. what's preached. And that's what's, and sometimes that can be, uh, as a Christian, I know a lot of Christians who are, who, who would jam that down your throat. And if you don't believe that, like you, you're you done. Yeah. You can't be Christian yeah. or you can't be, oh, you nice. can't be anything. Can't you can't go to heaven. That. That's, that's, that's extremist to me. Yeah, that's is. what it was back in when, back d during the crusades. Yeah. When they went and, and killed people who didn't convert to Christianity. 
It's exactly this way or nothing. Right, right. And they did that across the whole world. They came into America and, and to the Native, Native Americans. And when they didn't, uh, when the Italians came and, and tried to convert the the, uh, the natives to Christianity, they, they slaughtered them. Right. That was one of the start that Christopher Columbus did when yeah. he came over. There is a lot of extremism in Christianity yeah. that people don't want to acknowledge is right. what it is. Simply. They point out the extremism in... They look at it as, in, oh, in, they were showing them the right way because that's their beliefs. Right. So they're like, oh, if it's in the name of my belief, then it should be fine. This is acceptable. This is what right. needs to be done. Right. But... No. <laughs> we can grow and we can be accepting of others and and still be okay. Like everybody doesn't right. have to be exactly the same. The whole purpose of having different types of people is to learn and appreciate right. the differences. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of pastors and, and ministers and, and pulpits still to this day who will tell people you are going to hell if you are uh, Islam, if you are uh, Islamic, if you are Muslim. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can agree with that. Because a person's heart, if they believe in the true God. That's actually in Islam as well. What's that? That if you're not Muslim, that you. And I don't, I, I can't agree with that because we all, it's crazy to me because after, after growing up Christian uh, Christ, uh, and knowing Muslims and knowing people who are Jewish. And it's like we knowing good people of good, other right, faiths. Good people There's of no the, way you other faiths that they would go to hell. Yeah. Even within Christianity, there are different denominations, mm-hmm. and they condemn each other. Yeah. And it's crazy. You believe in the same God. You believe in, you have the same belief system. Mm-hmm. Couple minor tweaks, and right. all your enemies. And your enemies. Yeah. That 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 makes no sense. That's something I don't believe that God is something that He's happy about. Like. All these people are fighting over. <laughs> I think it's blurred lines for, I think people are misconstruing the text or, yeah. or the, the system itself, because even though I say in Islam that that's, that's the case, if you're not Muslim, that you're condemned or I don't want to use the word condemned because I don't even think it's that heavy, but Islam also says that you can't be held accountable for things that you're not aware of. So if there is a mm. sin or a rule or reg- whatever you want to call it, that you're entirely have never heard of or could even thought to believe that this is how it's supposed to be. How could you be punished for it? And then it's also super big on intentions. So like when people say, um, you know, certain things are sins, but accidents also happen and you also could make an attempt to do something good and it go the wrong way. Right. In Islam, in the eyes of God, your intentions are what matters. The outcome is not necessarily, um, important as far as um scaling you as a person right you know of course in real life it matters what happens matters but as far as how god looks at you and your actions and what you do and how he should um judge you your intentions are what matter right like even as far as simple things like prayer we're supposed to pray five times a day now if i i worked all night i get off at 3 30 in the morning right fajr is our first morning prayer it's right before sun um sunrise if I'm, I tell myself, I'm just going to stay up because if I try to go to sleep, I won't wake up. So I'm going to stay up and then I try to stay up to pray, but then I fall asleep right before mm. it's still acknowledged that I put in that effort, that this is my right. intentions of what I wanted to do. And I think that's one of the biggest things that drew me to Islam because I need to be acknowledged for my efforts not necessarily what I'm successful at doing. Because right. I have a lot of work to do. I'm not perfect. None of us are. Yeah. And I, I know uh, a few people who who look at uh, 
Muslims and say, okay, you're not supposed to be doing that. I thought you were, were this, and I thought you were supposed to not eat pork or not smoke or not cuss. <laughs> like I what? say the word bitch in every other sentence. <laughs> um, I'm sassy. I grew up an American white girl in the ghetto and sometimes, and then also trailer trash in other times. So it's really just been surrounded by unsavory individuals. Right. So the, the personality that I have right now is blunt, disrespectful, loud. Um, I will try to contain my uh, vulgar language to the best of my extent right. around certain people or in a professional setting. But when I'm casual or when I'm, if I'm talking about something I care about, it's on the flow. I'm cussing because I'm, <laughs> I cannot contain how I feel and what I need to say about things that matter. Right. So I'm Muslim and I'm not supposed to cuss, but fuck you, bro. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, Christians aren't, aren't <laughs> supposed to, that's, that's in Christianity too. Like you're not supposed to use certain language, but you know, as certain, certain people do. Right. And I don't, I don't think that you should be condemned for that. No. Because we, there are we all sins. sin. Yeah. I mean, sin, a sin is how, a sin, how much first are, of all. Yeah. But how much are you really affecting yourself or people around you by saying a word though? If you think about it, like I understand it's, it's vulgar. The meanings behind them or some of them were created specifically to be right. distasteful. Yeah. But if it's, if you're expressing yourself, if you're getting out your anger or whatever in a way that's not violent or, or affecting other people, like I said, like don't cuss people out and call them all types of hoes and bitches and stuff like that. Cause that's not nice, <laughs> you know, but like if I'm, if I'm ranting about something that's important right. and I say damn or shit or whatever and, don't take away from the message because I'm too passionate about what I'm saying. Or don't take away from the person. Yeah, exactly. Because you are. I know a, a lot of respectful people that say some really bad things. I know. I know <laughs> like Joe Rogan. I listen, I listen to Joe Rogan pray every day. To me, he's not a bad person. I mean, he cusses and, and says whatever he come First thing comes Tell to his mind. Right. But I know his I know his intention. I know he may make a mistake and say something that's, you know, if it's too Slightly far and it might be far. offensive, he'll acknowledge it right. and say, my but, bad. Yeah, he'll acknowledge yeah. it. Even if he even if he doesn't do it right away, he will probably listen to what he said and say, you know what, on the last show I said this or, you know, I made a mistake. Right. And that's, that's important. That's important. I think that's what it's all about. That's, a, that's about being human, first of all. And that's about acknowledging what you did wrong and fixing it. And that's how you grow. Yeah, that's how you grow. And that's how we fix the problems that we have right now in our society. People right. acknowledging that they might be carrying a little bit of uh, misconceptions or distorted thinking. Yeah, and it goes, it's it, it It's three sides to that. Mm -hmm. There's people who believe in uh, that white people are the most dominant people on earth. That's why they have that complex. That's why they have that dominance. That's, that's why they have that... Uh, that feeling that, you know, white we, privilege. Yeah, white privilege. Or and then there's uh black people who believe that um black people who believe that okay, black lives matter is is a different is is different it's a different uh movement than what is at what it actually is. Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter is the problem with Black Lives Matter is there are people taking the movement and confusing it with the people that tried to make it an organization. Yes. They do not represent us. The okay. statement is what's matter. The, the movement is what matters. Right. Everybody else trying to be a leader and speak for us. They, they're making See, us look bad. Black lives matter. The movement is what it should be. Mm -hmm. It's about black lives being 
equal to white lives or to yellow people or red people, whoever. Black lives matter too. Right. Black lives matter too. It's a hashtag. It's a phrase. Right. Know what it means. The actual Black Lives Matter organization. I don't want. I don't want to get people all riled up, but the actually uh, the actual organization, the founding organization of Black Lives Matter, is a is a Marxist organization. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. The two leaders, females, are Marxists. So I don't know if you people know what that means, but look it up. Google yeah, it. Right. I'm not going to explain it on here. No, not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> right. But I mean, damn, we, we're yeah. just kind of off subject. But yeah, they, they are Marxist and they're known Marxist. So the actual organization is not who my, me, myself, when I align, align with yeah, the, no. the actual movement, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Nobody represents me. And I'm really big on that. Right. Like right. a lot of people say that because I'm a Muslim and I have a YouTube channel that I'm a representation of Islam. And I want to be I, I very see that. Clear I see that in your comments too. On, a lot. At all times, I do not represent my religion because my religion, in my eyes, I'm not speaking for uh, non-Muslims or other people. In my eyes, my religion is perfect and I am not. My religion is here to help me right. guide myself to be a better person. Right. So... For me to be a representation would be false because I'm far from perfect. I make mistakes. I wear T-shirts in the plant when I work, and I'm supposed to cover my arms at all times, but I'd be hot, so I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff like that. So when people take one person or one scenario or whatever it might be and, and accept that as a representation for a movement or a religion, or that's asinine. Do you not look more into something before you create right. a, an opinion about it? And that's what blows my mind about Islam. Like so many people, they'll see disregard all the things that the United States has done in all the Middle Eastern countries and how they've torn these places up and try to control them and take their resources. And then when they do what they can to survive or when they uh, even lash out as responses to the shit that they've had to experience, now they're terrorists. Hmm. What were we when we started that shit? You know what I'm saying? You don't, people don't always pay attention to the bigger picture of what's going on. They'll take one scenario, one person, one act. And now this has formed an entire opinion about so many things. And it just, yeah. So frustrating. Let me ask you, um, like, do you get Muslim women or men that kind of give you a hard time because you, you know, you can, Yeah, because you're different. You're not like them. Yes, yes. Um, and it's it's funny the the different um, ways that they come at me. Like some some people will tell me that I'm not modest enough to be Muslim, and then um, for Eid, which is like uh, it's a holiday for us, like Christmas. Basically, we dress up, we give gifts, we eat, we pray, we do all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Recently, um, I had dressed in a cultural dress for. I don't even know where it might've been from. Honestly, I bought it from a Muslim store in Dearborn. So, and I thought it was cute and that's what mattered to me. It was modest and it was cute. And that was the purpose. But somebody had commented telling me that, um, I was trying to, uh, be Arab or trying to be Indian or whatever culture that dress came from. And I'm like, bro, this is a cute, it's purple (laughs) and it's got gems on it. I thought it was cute. You are thinking way too far into this. I'm not trying to be anybody. I don't know if you noticed this about me, but I'm going to do what I want. And how exactly how I am is me. Was this from a video that you, that you posted and Um, they made a comment or somebody in in person? No, this was, um, one of the family pictures that I posted with my kids. 
Okay. Yeah, this was just like Facebook or something. But I do get a lot on the, um, because with my videos, I acknowledge the fact that a lot of my viewers are Muslim. So I try to <clears throat> not aggravate them unnecessarily. Like a lot of the stuff I talk about is like feelings related. So I can avoid cuss words for the most part. And they appreciate that. I try to cover more consistently and they appreciate that. Right. But then they'll go on my personal Facebook page and say, oh my God, I can see your arms and lose their minds. <laughs> and I'm so, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I really don't. I mean, that, 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 to me, that's ridiculous. It is really. But at the end of the day, I can't ignore the fact that they're not wrong. I know what my religion says. I know how I'm supposed to dress and how I'm, how I'm supposed to act. Right. And I don't follow those rules to the fullest extent that I could or should. But this is just who I am. And I don't want to change, honestly. I mean, do, do, does anyone follow the rules or any rules? They do their best. To the, I mean, every, everyone should do their best. I mean, that's all you I can. I don't. I've accepted, <laughs> no, honestly. Honestly, I've accepted where I'm at because doing more than what I do now would either silence a voice that I have that I'm trying to use right. or make me unhappy. Yeah. And my purpose of being here isn't for other people. Me and God are straight. We have our conversations. He knows where I'm at. He knows right. my intentions. I'm not worried about him. So you guys telling me that I need to be worried about God, you need to worry about you. Right. I mean, it, it, the <laughs> funny thing is, is, is that uh, when you say, you know, your relationship with God is, is, is what it is and he knows your heart and he knows what you're, I mean, you know what you're supposed to do and uh, you have this conversation and it's like, does God has this different conversation with different people in these different religions and tell them to do different things? We don't get responses. I'm I'm not schizophrenic. I don't get a response. <laughs> I no, just, no, I'm saying I it's like have, when 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 I'm I'm, t I'm really talking about uh, rules in general. In general, in in religions, mm -hmm. like there's no rule in Christianity that women have to cover their specifically. Right. Says, well, it, I mean, is there <laughs> technically? Technically, depending on which um, Old Testament. Exactly, depending on which scripture. I mean, there is an old, in, in the Old Some Testament. Some of them do say. But it, it was like when the New Testament came along. Well, they switched it up, though. And yeah, now well, it's not a rule anymore. Right, because the New Testament came along and kind of, I want to well, say wiped out. They, they made it modern. Yeah. And that's one of the things that bothered me for real. You can't tell me that this is legitimate if you keep changing it. These random men, these human beings can tell me that God has decided something else for well, this Well, because religion. They, they hear from God. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I mean, what 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 did Muhammad do? Like, how did he hear from God? What's the what's the story? I guess. Okay, okay. See this, I I see. What I mean, you're so saying. I mean, because no, was Muhammad the saying. only one that that heard from God? No. Right. No, so, because so Jesus, they did too, right? Jesus spoke for God as well. Right, and so did Moses, and Abraham, but and David. What they said was not changed. And Elijah. Very specific things to be memorized word for word so verbatim they, they, have not been changed. Right, right. So what changed? That's what mattered. No, for like Prophet Muhammad when, during Ramadan when the Quran was revealed to him. Mm -hmm. The exact things that were spoken to him and said were written down and then repeated to a trusted uh, panel of scholars to memorize this, to make sure... Whenever it was spread, it was the exact same thing. And nobody could distort God's word. That's exactly what it was supposed to be. And there are people to this day 
that can recite to you the entire Quran. It is unchanged. So when, oh, okay. Now you're talking about because the Bible it, it itself. Gives, to me personally, it gives me less validity validity yeah <laughs> for so many people to be able to change it so many times you can't well, tell me the different these... versions of the bible yeah you or can. are you talking about when when jesus uh, when matthew uh mark luke and john had these experiences with jesus and they wrote those books differently because of their experiences i get what you're saying because you're that, saying. that that's what it was it they wasn't were additions not changes right i okay. mean when okay. when matthew mark luke and john mm-hmm. uh wrote those books they were with Jesus. Not, not they wasn't speaking for him. They interpreted what he said or what happened in his presence, in his presence and wrote them down and wrote their books on that. Okay. It wasn't that they were getting different in, interpretations from God. It was that they were sharing their experiences. Luke was a was a physician. So his experience is going to be more scientific. Yes, yeah, scientific. Okay. Uh Matthew was a, a tax collector. So his his is going to be more common because he's he's all, he dealt with the common man all the time. Mm-hmm. So their experiences are going to be a little bit different. I mean, you, when you read them, uh, what happens is the same, but it's just that their experiences are different. They're coming from a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it wasn't okay. like people, uh, they decided like, oh, it didn't, this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. No, it, they just interpreted it different. Okay. Now, when it comes to when the Bible was completed, then there was a King James version. Then there's an international version. Then That's there's what a, got me. American that that's just King, the actual the King James version of the Bible was 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 written by uh a white man. Mm-hmm. Uh well convert or, or uh translated by by a white man mm-hmm. who was a Catholic King James of course. And his interpretation of the Bible was made to fit what he wanted. Yeah. But a true believer of, of, of God can look beyond what he put right and know what's right. Yes. Understood. Because when you look at the Bible, when you look at these different uh, versions of the Bible, they all say the same thing. But then this is one scripture that might, uh, this one, it don't line up. Right. Right. Because that person interpreted it kind of, you know, to make this sound like, to make it sound like slavery was okay. Right. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But when you le- when yeah, you read a different that. version of it, I said, "Oh, okay, that's not what it says. That's not what it what is interpreted to say." So it, it was, it was, it wasn't God. It wasn't Christian Christianity that changed the Bible. It was man, right? A person who changed the interpretation of what they wanted it to come across. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, but that was that was really my issue. It's not it's not Christianity itself. It's the people thinking they they can control what it's supposed to be. Right. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's like when when I I hear a lot of uh, African Americans talk about you know what was African, what were Africans, uh, who who were they worshiping before uh, they were before they here. were brought here. And a lot of people say they were Muslim. And a lot it, of them were. A lot they could have been were. Muslim or they could have been Christian. Yeah, we don't there know. There was a very diverse. Right. Africa is a, is a huge yeah. continent. Yeah. yeah. So there's no way to know for sure. Right. Yeah. But when they did, when they brought them over, they used Christianity. They used the Bible. Against them. Against them because one, Africans didn't speak English. Right. Or Spanish. Right. So, or French. So you're Christian. I'm Christian. I'm going to teach you about this here. Come with me. Right. Yes. So they use it yes, against them. Even, it against even them. if there were Christian Africans 
and they they didn't know English. Mm-hmm. So the interpretation was totally different to them. That was a big problem that I had with Islam first learning about it because because before I had actually interacted with a Muslim for the first time. The only thing that I knew was the basic stuff they taught us in history class for the um, you know world religions or whatever. They right. prayed five times a day. They didn't eat pork. They um, that was that's a terrible class. First of all, I swear to God, looking back, they are stupid. Very stupid. They don't know. <laughs> Like, let me just come in and give a quick seminar on how wrong you are about everything you're saying. Right. But anyways, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Jesus, those people. And they're teaching it in kids, in classrooms every day. Like, it's facts. It yeah. blows my mind. Um, random topic, but I had to yell at my son's teacher because they were giving him homework that said Indians instead of Native Americans. Oh. And it pissed me off. What year is it? And you're still calling them Indians? Right. But anyways, what were we talking about? Uh. <laughs> oh, it's no, that how people will take religious text and distort it for their personal gain. Yeah. A lot of people say that Islam is political because of how much it's been used in the Middle East to um, push forward political propaganda that is not beneficial to the people or the religion or the growth of the purpose of Islam, which is peace and understanding and love for God. And I, I know another religion that did that. Man. Christianity. Man. That's what the that's what uh, United States was founded on, right? Cause you, yeah, because you can take you can look at a religious text, um, not understand the background, not not read any further, just read one quote and distort it and make it seem like it means something else. Like there's uh, something in Islam, called, and I I might even be using the wrong word because I don't ever reference it for real, and I don't use it. It's not necessary for me. If I'm not mistaken, it's takia, and it it basically means that Muslims have, like, in the eyes of God, it is acceptable for you to lie about being Muslim. So if you are in a position where you're being attacked, these people want to kill you because you're Muslim, you could unsinfully look in their eyes and lie to them and say that you're not Muslim. Take your scarf off. Do what you need to do to survive because it's you're you're protecting yourself. You know what I'm saying? A lot of non-Muslims will take that term and say Islam gives us direct permission to lie and do whatever we want to do to non-Muslims. Right. And it's not about that at all. If you don't use it for the purpose, you're acquiring sin. Just like uh, Muslims can have, uh, Muslim men can have up to four wives. If you don't go about it the right way, you are acquiring sin. Right. It is very difficult to realistically treat more than one woman uh, entirely equal to love them the same, to give them the same amount of time, the same amount of stuff, da da da, whatever. So that's why it's so heavily expressed that if you want to pursue this to be more like the prophet, you need to make sure you do it right. Once you do one simple thing that makes them unequal, you are now acquiring sin. Is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? So when people say these things about Islam, they're not referencing or, or acknowledging the rules behind it or the, the reasoning behind it or the meaning behind it for real. Right. Like, Assalamu alaikum. Every time I see a Muslim, I'm wishing peace and blessings on them. It's literally a prayer to God for them every time I interact with them. Right. You can't tell me that people that do that wish death on everybody. Like that's just That's insane. what they that's what they say. I used to think that the word jihad meant death to America. Like people told me this as a teenager. So finding out that it actually means like internal spiritual struggle, like quitting smoking cigarettes, trying to stop cussing, trying to be more consistently with prayer, those things are jihad. It does not 
mean? Oh, like a sacrifice. Yeah, it doesn't mean a violence, holy war. Google, I had to email them and cuss them out and, and be on their ass because in Google's definition, if you type in the word jihad, it said the first uh, uh, definition was holy war. Really? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. We're not holy fighting everybody for anything. Islam is so big on doing uh, or what you believe, like what's really in your heart. So to force religion on somebody, it doesn't, it's not even acceptable or it doesn't even count for real. If you don't actually mean it when you say it and when you do it, it does right. not count. So there is no such thing as forcing people to be Muslims because we believe in dawah, which is telling people about their religion and letting them decide what they want from it. We don't go door to door. That's a Jehovah's Witness thing. <laughs> you will find Islam. Allah will guide you to it if it's what's right for you. Right. We do not force our religion. So when anybody says anything other, otherwise, they're lying. Well, <laughs> I, I think that when people talk about uh, Muslims forcing their religion on other people, they think they're talking about the nation of Islam. Oh, see, that's 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 another thing. That's an entirely different yeah, religion. See, it's not it's not a different religion. It is though. It's a different Don't denomination. Say, no, it's a different religion. No, no. Uh, what they I'm saying own, is, they have I know accepted an entirely different prophet. They have. Explain this to, to be, me. To become to become a Muslim, to take your shahada, the phrase that you say is, um, I I believe that there is only one God. There is no other God but one but Allah right. and prophet Muhammad is his final messenger. Those oh. words, final messenger. So for a group of people to claim Elijah, Elijah Muhammad, Muhammad okay. as a word of who told you that don't right. claim, give your group a new name because okay. right now you have a lot of people in the world assuming that what you people are doing is what we're doing. And it's not the same. Yeah, thing. It, there's a and lot I'm not of taking confusion. Away, yeah. I'm not taking away from their beliefs. Right. Do what you want to do. I support your happiness as long as you're being a good person, but do you know how many black men are in my inbox bothering me, telling me that I am following the wrong beliefs? But it's crazy also, though, are because I'm nation white. Of so Islam? I, yes, I can't be in the nation because I'm right. white, but you're still going to yell at me for being the wrong kind of Muslim? <laughs> what do you want me to do, kill myself? Like, go away. Right. Any religion that says that a specific kind of person is the only kind of person that can be in that religion right. is automatically false to me. Yeah. I mean, I've never uh, agreed with the nation of Islam. I knew they were kind of a, a, a cultic group. Of, they're like and, a mild cult, mild extremist. Yeah, they're 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 not mild extremists. They're extremists. Uh, I say that because anytime, like you said, a religion says a specific race race is the devil. First of all, yes, thank you. That, that's a little extreme. I'm super nice. I'm not the devil. Right, I know this, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it's the, the what's crazy is that I watched the. Uh, the uh, Malcolm X documentary on Netflix. And that kind of opened my eyes to the fact that the nation of Islam, basically they killed this guy alongside with the, you know, other we are, people. We are all very aware of the fact that his life was ended by his own people. Right. And that he could have made, well, it wasn't by his people because he left the nation of Islam and became a true Muslim uh, when he went to uh, Mecca. I appreciate that correction. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. significant. It really is. <laughs> it is, it and is. and people don't realize that about uh, about Malcolm X that he left the nation because of the, the he he really opened he, when he went to Mecca. His his eyes really opened. It changes your life. Yeah, and it changed his I've life. I've never experienced it, but I can tell by 
talking to other people after the fact. Right. There are so many things in Islam that make it so easy. Like you can't, you, and I hate to gush about my religion because right, it's right. super corny, but like <laughs> simple things like women experiencing childbirth is so intense and severe and painful that it wipes their sins away. Mm. You are now forgiven because of this. Wow. You just graced the world with another life. So you are now, you have a new slate because of that. Right. Going to Mecca, doing the turnaround, the building like that. It, it gives you a, a fresh plate you right. know, or a fresh slate, you know, a new start and just stuff like that. I think is so big for the people like me that feel like we've been extremely unnecessarily not amazing sometimes and right. we need a fresh start. I want to be able to move forward. So for God to tell me that I can move forward, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he really, when he, when he experienced that, he came back and they didn't, of course, the they nation, didn't like it. they didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, they didn't like it because uh, uh, Elijah Muhammad uh, basically sat him down and told him he couldn't uh, minister anymore. Right. So when he left and came back, um, he started his own mosque and they didn't like that because he was teaching Islam. Uh, true Islam instead of uh, the nation of Islam. Mm -hmm. And they knew because uh, Malcolm X was a, was a huge speaker. He was well known. So they knew when he started teaching this, this the, uh, they were going to follow. Yeah. The, all he the people was that was in them. the nation were going to leave the nation and go to true uh, Islamic religion. And that was a problem for the nation because oh, the nation was the nation of Islam is only there uh, to profit money. I don't know if you noticed, but the nation of Islam is kind of like they nitpicked things that they wanted from Islam and Christianity, yeah. like, like the whole ministers thing. And right. Like they just chose things that they liked from both slammed it together. Yeah. And, that's that's and kind of weird. Right. Fed off of the fact that racism is so heavy in America. Right. Because when they d they targeted black Americans telling them this is the way we put you above everybody. Right. People that have felt like they've been put below for so long, they needed that. You know what so they did? Brainwashing. <laughs> the, the Nation of Islam would tell uh, poor black people to come to our religion, drop Christianity, come to our religion and we will take care of you. You have a house uh, you have a new a job. We'll give you jobs, which they did. They give, they, you know, you got jobs in the neighborhood or whatever. But once you did something that they did not like, you were exiled. Oh, it's they like took, Scientology kind of. They took away your house because they owned the house. Right. They, they fired you from the job. You were because borrowing they, a life. Yeah. You they fired you from your job because they owned the businesses. So it was like, it was a, it was a trap. They felt, they filled a role to have bodies in their movement. That's right. what it was. The purpose of them being there. You claim yourself to be a believer. Look like we have a wide following. Like we have something that we stand for something that's right. important. We'll give you these things, but you have to be perfect. The moment you don't do what I need you to do. Yeah. Now you have nothing. Yeah. Scientology did the same thing. Oh, well, I, don't, I, I don't know anything about Scientology. I learned about it more recently. I didn't know anything about it at all, but I know there are a lot of celebrities like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's like the main one. But it's insane. It, it, it was crazy is he married Katie Holmes, who was Catholic. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she actually converted. No, I think. I know they're they still together. No, no, no. They're, they're not okay, still I together. think that was the reason. Okay. I didn't want to say that, and I could be mistaken, but if, if I feel like that was the reason that they didn't stay together. Okay. Because that, that belief system, like it is a cult. Yeah, you, I know. Yeah. They like beat things into 
their their followers and what? they like physically beat? Okay, you need to watch. Um there is a I don't know if it's a documentary series necessarily, but it's um something Remney. What's her name? Uh King and Queens, what's her name? The King of Queens. Yeah, King of Queens that show. Oh, something uh, Remney. Alyssa Remney? I don't know her Melissa, name. Melissa I don't what? But yeah, I I She uh, attempted Scientology and um was in it for a good amount of time. So she experienced a lot. So she had a lot to say. I didn't know anything about this religion until I saw her show. They are insane. They like you. There's like levels of mental state. And that's like the, the religion you you right. have to progress to a certain level of the higher being. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a pyramid scheme. Exactly. Type of thing, right? Exactly. And the whole, and you got to recruit a certain amount of people. Yeah, too. And it, it, it's, they don't realize that like when they're telling you to go after celebrities or people with a lot of money to join, there's a purpose for that because any religion should be about guiding people to a path that enlightens them or makes them better or whatever the case. If your sole purpose is to bring rich people to your group, I know what you're doing. Well, it's very obvious. That's I think they kind of adopted that from Christianity, right? Well, not, not from the actual Christianity, but from the church. I should say the church. Yeah. The church, the church is a organization obviously. And the organization wants, uh, people who have jobs or who are well, wealthy to give financially stable. Right. They have a, a voice or a, a face. Right. That can and especially, speak. uh, mega churches. Mm. They have celebrities like who Joel are Joel Olstein or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or in this, uh, some other ones in Atlanta mm. and in Dallas who have celebrities and in, L- in Los Angeles who have celebrities come to the churches and that's why their church, they, they grow so fast because first of all, if a celebrity goes to a church, anyone, anyone in that area wants to go to that church. Oh yeah. And if they found that that person goes to that church, so they, they're all about bringing in money. Mm-hmm. So one of the, one of the, one of the Christian uh, rappers that I listen to Lecrae, he is, he's a Christian, but he's not a church goer, goer okay. type of Christian. Okay. He believes in God. He believes in Jesus, but he doesn't believe in the in in the construct of having to go to this of, building. Of, yeah, of this yeah. building who require you to pay them for your presence. For your presence, mm-hmm. one, two, for a man who who's a who's the pastor, who who not all pastors. I because I, I know some some some, some great ones, pastors yeah. and some great ministers, but so, some pastors who require you to do certain things to be a member mm-hmm. or require you to, to, uh, to give because of your status. Yeah. Because of the money, money that you make, they want you to, you have to give this amount of money because you are, you know, you make $150,000 a year or, or whatever. Right. So it is, and I, and I kind of feel the same way. Like I, I still believe in God. I love God. If I prayed it, I pray every single day, every morning, I pray the same prayer. Or you know, and I and I believe that he the he's the reason why I've survived the things that I've survived in life. I if feel one, that. you know, I I know this for a fact. If it wasn't Man, for I him, <laughs> like I wouldn't be here today because I of the some things that. I went through. And I mean, and I don't, I don't shoot anybody's religion. I don't care what religion you're in. Um, I don't hold any anything against anybody's religion. But I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Um, but I don't believe 
that I should have to go to church no. every day and or every Sunday or every Bible study. Right. And I don't believe that I have to pay certain amount of money to make it to heaven. Right. Like that, that it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And one, one thing that I look at, I don't want to talk too much cause I'm taking up all the no, time, but one of the things I looked at in the Bible, when Jesus went to the temple and they were selling goods in front of the church and he kind of, he just went, he, he destroyed it because that's something you do not do. Right. Jesus you was not profit from right. God. Jesus was not, Jesus was not, was not a church goer. He didn't go to church. He, he, he looked, he looked at the Pharisees picture, right? He looked at the Pharisees. They were, they looked from, they looked down on him because he didn't go to the temple and pray. Right. Or that he didn't go to the temple and teach. He didn't go and listen to the, to the, to the ministers in in, in the temple. So they looked down on him because you're not, you're not a true uh, prophet. You're not this because you don't do, this, what this, and this, and this. Supposed to do. Right. And that's a religious, uh, that's religious. That's religion. That's not mm-hmm. uh, being a that's Christian. That's my problem with religion overall. Right. It, I, it see, I'm not, be, I am not a religious person mm-hmm. at all. You're spiritual. I'm very spiritual. I can, I can say that. I probably should say that for myself as well because I don't, like I don't, we are mosques. Women are not required to go. Okay. But we do have a, um, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a sermon or whatever, but it's um, Fridays. Like you have Sundays. Mm-hmm. We, we're supposed to go on Fridays. The men are supposed to go if they are able to, but the women are not required. Right. Um, I like that, uh, but I'm not a, I'm not a group setting pray kind of person. Like me and God is me and God. I don't right. need everybody else to see that I'm praying to know how I feel about God. Right. So having to go to this establishment for people to stare at me is unnecessary <laughs> in my opinion, honestly. And then when it comes to like the money that you give when you go into church or whatever it might right. be, Islam made me happy about that because it used to piss me off seeing the the pastor drive off in a Cadillac yeah. while all his people in his church um, are sitting here poor talking about they need help. Right. In Islam, charity is super big. It's, it's a, it's one of the five pillars of Islam that you contribute to your fellow man. If you are in a position above somebody, you assist them up, you do something. So on our holidays, we're required to donate a certain amount, but the only reason it doesn't bother me is because I've witnessed this money go to people that need it. I have been a person that has gone into one of those mosques saying my car broke down and I need to get to work this week to be able to, you know, keep my bills, da, 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 whatever. And those people handed me a $500 check. Wow. It's Zadika. It's charity. It right. is. You are a person of God or you're a person that needs help. You're showing me, you're proving to me that you need help. So I know it's going to somewhere necessary. And they do that all the time for a lot of people. So like mosques, man, they can have all my cash. <laughs> Honestly, they right. really can. And they, and they take it so far as to like their religious buildings. They don't, beautify to a certain extent because you're wasting money on making this building look pretty when it should be focused on the community that it's right. here for. It's here yeah. to serve these people. Right. So like, I love that. Right. <laughs> the, the, see, the, that's one thing, uh, this church that I, that I recently went to, I uh, actually grew up in the church. It was called Pinewood Tabernacle. Now it's under a new, uh, under new leadership called the Tabernacle. Okay. And uh, the pastor is uh, Dr. Calvin Sweeney. 
He uh, he's a very smart man. Obviously, he he just got his doctoral. I think about ten years ago. Um, but his his wife is is fantastic. The whole you know the whole church uh, leadership is 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 great, and that's one thing that they actually do focus on is community. Um, they have tons of programs for kids for adults. Um, they uh, partner with uh, Cedar Creek to do uh, food giveaways, oh, uh, awesome. school uh, school back to school giveaways. Uh, they serve breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner uh, day and days of the week. Uh, before COVID, so they was they was doing oh, all this so they stuff. Were just yeah, this this is how this is yeah. stuff, and that's how it's supposed to be. Right, that's how it's supposed. That's why I love them. Yeah, that, that's the that's the way church is supposed. That's to that's be. a representation yes. of Christianity, right? Exactly, because that's how you're supposed to. Do yes, it. and I love them. Like yeah. if I was to go to church every Sunday, that would be the that place. That would be the place to go. Right, and if that. every church was like that, I wouldn't have a problem with with, with church Christianity. Yeah, or church with Christianity. Overall. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it, but it's the it's just the other churches. There's so many people representing it incorrectly. Right. There's there's other churches who are terrible at, at representing Christianity. Who on Sunday or on Sunday morning or any day of the week they have they have a service. Uh, they have an offering, right? Offering at the beginning of the service. Then they have a, a mid service offering. Then they have an offering at the end of the service. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay. Uh, how many offerings are you going to have? And then mm-hmm. when they don't have enough money, they come back and say, okay, we need 25 people to stand up with $50 so we can make our whatever, our quota, our budget, whatever if they I want to say. I feel like I need to ask you what you're doing with this money, I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. If there's a man on the side of the road or somebody, let it be somebody with their kids, bro. If it's right. somebody with their kids, they're getting all my cash. Right. I can't even. I mean, I, I, but, I do that all the time. I have no problem with giving, with giving somebody to somebody in need. Yeah, but if, if if I'm giving money to an institution or an organization, if you don't show me paperwork with right. you actually helping people, right. I might fight you. <laughs> because how dare you claim yeah. to be for the people and then take advantage of them, take advantage of our generosity right. and come up off of other people's struggle. Yeah, I mean, because I've known, it's actually growing up in church, people who are broke, no money. And they still give. They still will give their last twenty dollars yeah. in the offering, just because the the, like the, the preacher to. said, uh, "When you give this twenty dollars, God is going to bless you." I know you need a new car. I know you need food in your house. <sighs> give that last. Damage. If you give your last, sacrifice your last twenty dollars. You know, God, God, God is going to bless you. I'm not saying that he that he won't. I don't know that. But you don't speak for God. You don't <laughs> you know miracles. Get, you can't, you can't guarantee right. them a miracle. Right. Where is that car coming from? Were you going to pull them aside after the service and offer to co-sign for them to get a car? Is that right? What, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I believe I believe statements. that there are uh, prophets of God, but I don't believe that every minister in the is church a is no. a prophet. Hell no. And that, that can say what's what and what's going to happen. There's and that's people. that's a, a huge problem. In church, not just the black church. People assume in that church, their word is in Christian like church. Word of God, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that, that it's a turnoff, especially for somebody who, who who's coming up who really doesn't know about church, and they go to church, and I invite my friend to church, and this is the experience. This they is have. The, yeah, this is the experience they have. It's like, wow, are they robbing these people? Right. So, are you it, in a cult? Because <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a cult. There's 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 problems with every. Religion, religion. You know, there, there's some group. good ones and there's some bad ones. Yes. And it's like, uh, you know, how do we? How do people? Like, how does somebody come to you and say, you know, what? What do I know? How do I know 
what you're doing is right? Or how do I know, uh, you know, the, the Islam that you practice is the correct way to practice? Right. I practice incorrectly. <laughs> I'm entirely aware of that. No, I, let's, I'm just being honest because I know how I represent myself <clears throat> is vulgar. Um, like I said, I cuss a lot. I do. I have activities that I partake in that I'm not supposed to. I dress right. less modestly than I should. Right. Um, but I still entirely wholeheartedly believe in the basic teachings of my religion. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just think that, and I don't, you can't, you can't point to any type of person with any type of religion. Cause I have a friend that's a Satanist. Oh, wow. I didn't even know what that meant. I thought that meant that you wanted like, like you wanted to promote like child pornography and violence and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I just right, assumed yeah, yeah. that they, they just liked all evil things. And then, uh, this guy that I used to go to school with, I grew up with him. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. He has a, like a passion for dogs and golden retrievers. Wow. Like watching him defend me in comments when people are attacking me yeah, about my yeah. religion it gives you a new perspective. Like I right. don't judge anybody based on their religion. It's, it's about morals. How do you act? What do you do? So your belief system, I don't, I'm not going to judge. I'm just going to look at you, see what you do and go from there. Yeah. You know? Right. And I think that's something that we all should take on as far as even not just with religion though, with, with politics, with right. Uh, race skin issues. color yeah. first of all there is no race there's only one race yeah 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 but when we're getting down no, to I'm saying. Gritty, yes no, I seriously. agree but when we're talking that, about this topic right. that's, we're talking about color. that's how we reference it right yeah. no I'm, I'm, I'll change it now mm-hmm. I'll change the, the narrative it's color alright because it, color. That's, okay. that's how dumb it all is right. though you're right you're right we, we fight over judging people because they look differently than you they look different you have different eyes eye color that's what they did that's what uh, that's Hitler did eye color yeah. oh yeah yeah. That's how it started, though, because you have gray eyes or blue eyes. You go over here. People with brown and black eyes go over that way. And you are the good people and you are the bad people. You come with me. You go on the fire pits. And it wasn't hard for him to convince a whole lot of people that yeah. that was the right thing to do. Right. These, these people are the enemy. They've never done anything bad to you. Right. But I'm explaining to you these reasons why they're the problem, that they are the cause for the problems that you have personally. Right. And when it comes to uh, Islam... People look at Islam as terrorist because uh, there were there are some terrorist groups groups that claim who are, to be led by the Islamic teachings. Right, yes, right. of course. Who, when you look that the comparison back when they did the Crusades, there were Christians who claimed to be, or who are there were Crusaders who claimed claimed to be Christian mm. who used the same thing. You know, there were a group of Christians who slaughtered people. And it's, it's the ins- same thing. It's insane, and so you, 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 right. You take, <clears throat> and then the Christians don't look at it that way. Like, you know, there, there were bad Christians too. So you can't categorize everybody, everybody into a terrorist group. Mm-hmm. And most Islam, uh, most Muslims aren't terrorists. That I have a post on Facebook that came up in my memories the other day. Okay. It actually said, I would prefer if everybody would stop saying um, not all Muslims are terrorists and change it to most Muslims are not terrorists mm. because saying not all Muslims are terrorists right, are making yeah, yeah. it seem like we have a few good ones right, right, amongst right. a million bad ones. Right. The right and thing to vice, say is yeah, it's the opposite. Most so. Muslims are not 
Exactly. Yeah. Most of us. Is that what I just said? A while, a the way ago? that you said it was good. Okay. The way that you said it was good. Seriously. And I do want to acknowledge really fast that specifically in my religious beliefs, suicide under any circumstance is a sin. So if there is a suicide bomber, I don't care what they said his purpose or stance right. was for. Yeah. Our God is sending him to hell. Right. Okay. So he doesn't represent us at all. I think that's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, um, Another thing, uh, one of my favorite things about Islam, actually, there is a quote from our prophet Muhammad, and I won't say it entirely correctly because the wording just sounds more beautiful than how it comes out of my mouth. But it basically says that there is no Arab above a non-Arab and vice versa, and there is no black man above a white man and vice versa, except for in piety. How you represent Mm. yourself, how you are to other people, how you... um, how just who you are as a person, right. that is the only thing that you are or are judged, gauged on, valued for, all that. Everything else is irrelevant. How you right. look, how you act, where you came from, the amount of money in your pocket. No, who are you as a person? And that's the only thing that matters. Right. And that is like, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I wish we all could, could, uh, could practice that. It would be causing, or it would, it would, solve a lot of problems that we had if everybody just took a step back get rid of the assumptions get rid of what you were told because word of mouth is trash people lie every day so somebody telling you that this is this is this do some research of your own right come down to the bottom (laughs) and build your way up with facts yeah yeah And, and and i wish you know that uh we could sit down and have these conversations more often. Not with, oh, yeah. not just like on a podcast, but like in general, like a lot of people won't sit down with you because of yeah. the fact that I'm Muslim. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they won't ask you questions. Like it would be better for me to ask you a question uh, that I don't know about uh, Islam. Do you Instead have just, any questions on the top of your head? I mean, I think I've asked. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> All right. If there's anything lingering, just let me I know. I mean, yeah. I'll, Cause you know. you know, I'm an open book and I will not be quiet. Yeah. And it, it, I wish that we will have these conversations, even with Islam, you know, talking to uh, Christian Christian people or uh, Judaism. Um, the more we talk and have these conversations, the more understanding we will have instead of judging. There's a lot of judging when it comes to religion and politics. We fear what we don't know. Yeah. Well, when it comes to we politics. We judge what we don't know. We Right. Oh, when, yeah. when it comes to politics, like I, I'm, like I like I don't affiliate with any uh, political party. No. Not Democrat, not not Republicans, because they both have they both have uh, an agenda. Exactly, they can't entirely represent what I stand yeah. for because they have their own yeah. ulterior. Because when you look at motives. when you look at uh, 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 the Democratic Party, I don't want to get too political on this podcast, but yeah. when you get looking at into the Democratic Party, um, they believe that um, I don't even want to talk about it. Well, you done started it now. You spit it out. Shit. Well, they believe that, that you should be able to kill a baby. Uh, the Democratic uh, Party believes that you should be able to kill a baby. Finish that sentence, because what the fuck? I mean, abortion. Oh, oh, see, that's not this. That's not the same thing. Yes, it is. It's not the same thing. Yes, it is. It's not the same thing. There's a, a partial birth abortion when the baby is what six months. In the womb, they is. But there has to be a purpose for it, though, like a medical oh, is emergency. It? Is it? There, um, if I'm not mistaken, there, okay, it what, has to be because okay. that that was the only reason that I say it's not killing a baby. Because if there's a woman who's pregnant and her life is in jeopardy, 
And okay, and okay, maybe that, that's, that's maybe not, that I misunderstood. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that the only exceptions are medical emergencies or For a partial birth. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because I mean, it was just crazy when I saw like the the, the baby is actually no going through the birth canal canal as a six month old you know fetus. Right, because they can survive at six months. Yeah, like the, with the technology that we have today. So the, the that's out the door now. Don't quote me, but if I'm not mistaken, the last time I read up on this, the the only time that they allowed any type of abortion or, or termination is for medical or okay. like severe immediate reasons. They okay. weren't just gonna, oh, you're six months pregnant, and you're just now wanting to kill this baby. Okay, let's do that. That's not at all allowed. I think the the time frame when you're learning the gender is when they cut it off for, oh, okay. before yeah okay. you have to have a legitimate actual reason to have i mean i i, 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 I read before that they supported that like the democratic oh, yeah, party just supported that they they do they're extremists for everything they they extremely support uh i don't i don't the way i'm saying this is probably going to come off wrong but they're like overly for LGBT, they're overly for abortion. They're overly for right, yeah, yeah. everything that makes people think they're going to get more freedoms. Right, yeah. When it comes to even when it comes to uh, welfare and social security, they're overly overly for taking we, care of people to give them the option right. to be and lazy. I so believe, they can be picked. right? I <laughs> believe that there should be a system, yeah, in place to uh, get people off of welfare. There should be a limit. You don't get to just sit there. Right? Yeah. There I should be there a was, limit. No, well, there's a limit, yeah, but there's a renewal. Okay. So after two years uh, or what, however long you can renew and and you're still in the situation so you can still get welfare okay. benefits. But I believe there it should be a, be a, a thing in, a process in place to say, okay, you are on welfare, but we have this educational program you can go through and you go through these six week classes. And you take these classes, okay, and you learn this this job or learn you learn this skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you okay, you you graduate with this certificate and then you can take this certificate and because you went through this program, now you can get into college and you're right. eligible for Other scholarships right. for college. So now you can go towards your associate's degree or any kind of other program. And then when you uh when you're in this program, now you can get an internship. While you're in school, growth, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a progress. There should be, there a are progression. A, there are a lot of problems in the system. There are a lot of tweaking for things that need to be done because there are right. a lot of people that get over on the system, and a lot of people that get they fall short. They are uh, they're being fucked by the system yeah. because they just barely don't meet certain guidelines, and they just barely did you know something else to where they don't qualify for things. So they're right. struggling when they're working really hard and other people are doing nothing and they're being treated. It's like kind of like us, right? Royalty. We have a, a decent job. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Okay. And it's like, we, we can't get any kind of benefits. We can't get any kind of, uh, anything <laughs> from the government. Right. So when something happens like, like COVID and everything, oh, yeah, that was a whole shuts down situation. and I make more than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like I don't get uh, a stimulus check because I didn't make less than right. What so because I did good last year. Yeah, because this I year did I get good. To struggle now that I don't, I don't have an income coming in. Right. I don't get anything. So it's, it, the system is kind of it, it, not kind of messed it's up. It's, it's messed up. It's entirely especially broken. for you know Every system in the United States that branch from the Constitution is broken. Yeah. Because the Constitution was built 
to put white men specifically above everybody else and right. keep them in power. So anything, honestly, that has to do with the Constitu- Constitution, until they decide to change it, I'm not talking about amendments, I'm not talking about additions, da, 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 whatever. No, yeah, that shit changed. and rewrite it because you built it to only help a certain kind of people. Right. Every system that was built based off of that is broken and terrible. The the um, incarceration system, you know, people going to prison for things that they did not do, how they're being treated while they're in prison. I have a brother that's in prison right now. Um, he's rehabilitated, rehabilitated. He's an amazing person, but he's still there. Listening to him deal with this COVID shit, mm. how they how they would quarantine them into rooms or or whatever around other people that could potentially be sick or whatever and they're like forcing them to be um not infected but what's the word uh um in contact right. with other people that uh, that are sick because they don't want to properly deal with the situation right like they there's so much wrong with this country yeah every institution that's in place right now needs to be dealt with right every person that's in power needs to be checked they need to be yeah eyeballed and forced to prove that they should stay in their position. Right. And, and, and there's a lot, a lot of us um, look at the Dem- the Republican party is like, they're the problem. No, the democratic party is, is big, a big problem too. Oh yeah. No, it's because it's they're, they are the reason why some of these uh, criminal justice, the, the, the reason why the criminal justice system is, is messed up because of the democratic party. That they, uh, what was the uh, the bill that they passed back in 1992, I think, that Bill Clinton, uh, I forgot what it's called. Regarding what? Regarding, uh, uh, well, it was something about, about the, the drug, the drug, it was the, the drug bill. The war on bill. drugs. The war on drug. It was okay. a drug bill that incarcerated. That was targeted for black people. Yeah. Yeah, the and Bill Clinton put that the in. The war on drugs was to target black people. Right, Bill Clinton put that into into place, and Joe Biden signed it. Because when white people do crack, it's a pandemic. But when black people do it, they need to go to prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- that was be- that was ha- that happened back in slavery days when they freed the slaves. It was something written to where, uh, whatever they did, whatever crime they committed, we're gonna put them back into prison in the prison system, and make them slaves. Right. That was written right into the the the, the bill. They've been almost when they freed the slaves. That's in the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah, they really have. Because if you look at our incarceration rates based on other countries, it's terrible. If you look at the the percentages of how many African Americans we have versus white right. Americans, twelve percent of African Americans, and, and how many of them are incarcerated, right? You cannot there's, tell me twelve percent African Americans in this country. Thirty three percent. African Americans uh, are take up the uh, yeah take up the prison system. You can't tell me, without being a flat out racist, that the issue is that there is a personality trait in African Americans. That's not what it is. We have right. a broken system well, that is putting them at a disadvantage. Yeah, that that's the whole thing, the disadvantage. And when you give somebody when you give somebody a disadvantage from the start. They're gonna feel. They're gonna feel some type of way. Some type of way. They're gonna feel like there's a system against them. When you free the slaves, and okay, first of all, let's play Monopoly, right? You have. We're gonna play. You have uh, all your properties and all your money. 
I'm going to play too. But everything that I win and I earn, I give it to you for the first four hours of Monopoly. For the first four hours, I give you all of my money, all of my property. And then I start over. You still have all that wealth that you passed on to your kids and your grandkids. Talk about this all and I have no property, no money. So now after four hours of playing Monopoly, now I can start making money. But, but you already have this wealth that you can invest right, you, with. Yeah, and yeah. Grow you off. have all that. So you bought businesses and, and more property and expanded your, your wealth. And I, I have money now. But you're starting mo- lower. Yeah. They have an advantage. The money that I have, I still have to pay you part of the money oh, that, I, that, I, that I make. Right. More money. <laughs> so now and then I, I start I, I do eventually start making uh, building businesses and building homes. But after two years, after two hours, you tear down all my homes, you burn them up, you burn up my businesses and you take all my money. So now I have to start all over again. Right. But this time when I start over, you say, OK, you can now buy property, but you can only buy Mediterranean and Baltic. You can't buy Boardwalk. You can't buy St. Charles Place. You can't buy Kentucky Avenue. Can't buy t- Tennessee. Are you referencing redlining right now? Yes. That's red line. Okay. So now I can only buy uh, Baltic and, 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 and Mediterranean. So it's like, okay, now, now I'm in a impoverished land. I can't, I can't build wealth on that, on those two properties. I can buy a house and that's it. But the, uh, the house is only worth 50 bucks. Right. So I can't rent it out to, if I rent it out, I'm, st- I'm not going to be profitable. I can't build a business from that. You know, this, this, this scenario that you just did, this, um, it gave me a thought kind of, I didn't like my knowledge of, or my awareness of things that are going on has grown over the years. Mm -hmm. But, um, for example, like when I had this, uh, time period where I thought I wanted to be a realtor, that was the moment that I learned about the details of redlining and how systemic racism affects people in the housing community and, or in the housing, uh, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? There, a lot of people are unaware of all the different ways that racism is currently affecting our community. Yeah. They see it as, well, there are no slaves, so there's no racism. Okay. But you can see two 19 year old boys go into court the same exact day to see the same exact judge because they both had the same exact amount of weed on them. And the the black teenage boy gets twice as many years as the white one. Right. That's not acceptable. Yeah. And there's so many other things like that, like redlining, you know, like being picked for jobs. And then they want to throw um, affirmative affirmative action action in your face. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so sick of this argument. Do you not realize that if it didn't exist, you would see nothing but white? Yeah. Yeah, because most of There's the time you're going to hire somebody who looks Probably. like you. Exactly. Yeah. Could it be tweaked? Probably. But the fact of the matter is it is necessary and required for us to fix the bullshit that our ancestors started. Right. We have to start over. If that means us starting from the bottom a little bit with everybody else that is still forced to be at the fucking bottom for all this time, right. do that. Grovel with your community and build it up together. It's yeah. very simple. Right. Wouldn't you want more less losers in the world wouldn't you want less why does my uh, homeless success people? mean you're 
Uh, exactly. No lack of success. Yeah, just because I'm getting uh, 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 what I deserve doesn't mean that's taken away from what you already have. Exactly. Or what you deserve or what you earn. Right. What Work you earn. Work for it and earn it. It shouldn't yeah. be about uh, favoritism or getting the upper hand. Work for what you have. And if right. you're in a position of advantage, you help people that need help. It's, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, it's simple in, in words. <laughs> But, but some people are greedy and yeah, well, some it, people are uh, short sighted. Some people refuse to see the bigger picture because it doesn't affect them. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. To be honest, it's it's, it's hard for somebody to realize and, and come to the to realization, uh, come to, to the acknowledgement that this person has been screwed for the last a uh, hundred and something years. And to say, you know what, they do deserve a break today. They do deserve to to. Uh, to have the same wealth that I have. They do deserve uh, to have uh, the same chance that I have. Right. Their kids do deserve to, to be, go to a good school and to be able to build houses and wealth. Or to have the benefit of the doubt and not be murdered for having a toy gun at a playground. Yeah. Simple things. Right. Yeah. The benefit of the doubt. Right. Like the, yeah, he should be able to walk down the street concept. with his hood on. There's, there's the second, this is the second, but Elijah, uh, what's his last name? McLean. Uh, was the second person who was murdered because he was walking down the street. Somebody called the police on him because he was dancing in the street with his headphones on. And he didn't, first of all, he didn't hear the, the call because he has, because, headphones because, on. and then when he saw the police officer, of course he was, he was probably frightened right. because he didn't know why they were, he was being approached by three officers right. or how, how many what they, they were. So he was afraid. So of course he's going to say I'm I'm an introvert, you know I I don't mean no harm I'm not I'm not doing anything, so he was defensive yes because he was scared he was frightened yeah. out of his life, because he knows the history of the of what happens, so we should be able to do these things walk down the street and <laughs> and realistically speaking knowing that the the atmosphere of racism that we have in our society today, like first of all, I'm sick of hearing excuses for police to do these things they're 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 being given excuses for oh they were afraid why are the people that you're giving weapons to and signing an oath saying that they will protect and serve why are they not held at a higher standard because they they don't have they enough. should have a higher standard if right. if they can't be in these high stress situations with children where they fear for their lives they don't need a gun and they don't need to represent right. me or protect and serve me you're not protecting anybody i had another thought and then i lost it <laughs> well one thing is police don't have enough training. Oh, at all. Nine months at the academy and you're out on the streets. That's not enough training. Was it 18 months to be a barber? So when, you, when you're a Navy SEAL, it's 18 months. It takes 18 months for a Navy and SEAL. it's jam-packed. Right. It's day, from the moment you wake up to the yeah. moment you go to sleep, that's training training. So there, there's physical training. There's psychological training. There's classroom training. You have to know how to interact with people. As the Navy SEALs, uh, when they went to Afghanistan, uh, the second wave, they told them, we have to retrain you because now we're going in. We're not going in to fight and kill. We're going in to protect the people of the Afghani people. Right. So now we have to train you differently. You have to go in and, and talk to the people. You're going in here on a different type of tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're going in here. You're going to talk to the people. You're going to get to know the people. So... They can trust you. Right. So when something happens, they can come to you and say, hey, this is happening. Or help. these people, the rebels are coming in, whoever, wherever they were called, right. coming in to do to do whatever. Right. Instead of going in to kill 
innocent kids and 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 women and, and men. So that that's what needs to happen uh, with the police department. Retrain, defund, or whatever you want to call it. Retrain police officers to come in and talk and be part of the community. For, first of all, second of all, train them how to do. Uh, uh, train them how to assess uh, the situation or de-escalate the situation. De-escalate, yeah. yeah. Instead of the, most, psychology most courses are definitely yeah, necessary. Most officers necessary. come in and escalate the situation. How many times have you seen somebody, uh, a story of a police officer interacting with a, per, a special needs person, the man that died because his autistic um, client was in the middle of the street having a meltdown. And he, this black man stood oh. here with yeah. his hands up saying that we are not a threat. I'm here to deescalate him. And they video. killed him. Yeah. How do you kill the, the therapist right. here to help this special needs man? Are right. you kidding me? How is that justifiable? It doesn't make sense. And another thing that I want to know, the questionnaire that they force you to sign or, or answer to be on a panel for like um, jury duty. Mm-hmm. To, to make sure you're not racist, to make sure you don't have any specific do they, beliefs. Do they have the same? Do they have that shit for the police? <laughs> Probably not. Because you can't tell me that you could justifiably give this man a gun and not know whether or not he has hate in his heart for a whole ass specific right. group of the, people. The, I don't think there is a psychological That's testing. That's retarded. For, right, for police officers. <laughs> there needs to be psychological testing. There needs to be more physical training on how to uh, detain uh, uh, nonviolent offenders. The policies need to be changed entirely. Yeah. Well, one thing that I I think that needs to happen is they need to have a group of, uh, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say officers or civilians that are called to nonviolent uh, cases situations. situations. Right. Yeah. If a man is in a parking lot and he's drunk, he doesn't need a police officer to come, and he's not driving. He's just sitting in the parking lot. Right. He doesn't need a police officer to say, we're going to take you to jail. He's going to be scared. Right. If somebody told me I'm going to go to jail, I'm going to be scared. Not already that I'm, intoxicated. Already right. Under the I'm drunk. Okay. So I'm not, don't, don't come in and threaten me. Right. There needs to be somebody to say, okay, we need to call you a, a cab or Uber so you can go home. Don't drive the car. Let's Leave. get you somewhere safe. Right. Yeah. Let's get you somewhere safe. It should be. Yeah. Relevant. They went to that, that situation to, to fight him. Instead of going to uh, protect him, he he should have been protected against himself because he was drunk. Right. You still have just because he's drunk. That don't mean you still you don't have to protect him. You still have to protect and serve him. Protecting and serving him was to call a uh, uh, a Uber or some something to get him home safely. Right. Or even give him a ride. Throw his ass in the back. Throw him home. Yes. It's Put him difficult. in the back seat. I, I, I've been because I know small towns. I know small towns with a shit ton of drunks. Right, and they'll be stuck at the at the bar, causing a scene, throwing glasses to people. The cops will show up. Hey, t- throw Tony in the back. Right, Take right. That's Tony what I was about to say. I know, I know people fine. who who's been escorted home by the police because they were drunk. Mm-hmm. They didn't throw them in jail or, or or shoot them. Right. It was you know more officers need to be trained that way. Breaking a law is not justifiable for for death death at all murder yeah exactly until it is a a situation where you have no choice but to take their life right especially when it's unarmed somebody's oh my god exactly or a sleeping woman are you kidding me right yeah that that (sighs) it makes no sense for anybody to lose their life when they don't when they're not a threat to you a physical threat to you at all 
Huh? My eyes twitching. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like you should not be able to kill or get away with killing somebody who's not a physical threat to you. But they can just say that I felt threatened and that's yeah. because they're by, by a 125 pound woman. Right. But you know, I'm not, no, they have the badge. So their, their word carries more weight than a civilian. So because their word carries more weight, they need to be held at a higher standard. Right. I mean, I, I want to get this straight. I'm not against police officers. Oh, no. I have family have members who are who are in. A lot of them are amazing. Police officers. But there are bad police officers. Oh, God. That need to be removed from the the, the police force. The majority. I don't I don't want to say majority. No, but there are bad. You I will. There are bad cops. And then there are who are cops who don't acknowledge that there are bad cops who won't stop the bad cops from doing bad things. Then there are good cops. Good police officers. Anybody that can comfortably gravitate in that neutral, um, silent area where they yeah. don't speak on problems. That's the problem. They are the problem. Yeah. I don't care. Once once you have decided that you're not going to speak up against oppressors, you are a fucking oppressor. Yeah. If you watch one of your brothers in blue taking a life and you knew that it was wrong and you don't speak on it, you are just like him. Yeah. If you, um, all, all this crap that's going on, if you don't say anything, right? Yeah. I, man, I'll leave it alone <laughs> on the racism topic. I'll leave it alone. Well, one thing uh, that uh, Chris Rock said, there's, there's certain jobs that you cannot be bad at. One of them is, is a police officer and the airplane pilot. You can't have bad airplane pilots and say, you know, there's oh, this. Oh, I had a mistake and killed I just, 300 you know, people. Or I just had a mistake and ran into a, uh, ran into a mountain. You can't have that. You can't have a police officer. You can't have bad teachers. Right. You can't have bad police officers who are who are racist or who are just bad people who just don't like people who have bad attitudes, who have uh, uh, psychological problems. Right. People that don't like kids teaching kids. Yeah. You can't have bad teachers who abuse kids. You just can't have uh, certain jobs or any job really you can't there's have no bad people, but there's certain mistakes. jobs you there's can't no room for. It. Well, you, there, there's mistakes. And then there's uh, people who purposely do things and, and call them, call it a mistake. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a better way to say it. You just can't have those people doing certain jobs. There needs to be uh, some kind of, Testing, psychological testing. There needs to be more training. Background testing. There needs to right. be regulations that say if they get fired from over here because of a violent yeah. altercation, they can't get another job at another police station. Right. If you get certain. Which they do. This guy, David uh, Chavin, whatever his last name is, that killed uh, George Floyd. He had 17 different. Yeah. Before George Floyd, he had 17 different altercations that were reported by most of them were reported by other officers. That's the whole thing. It was that bad that even and your brother right, in blue. And he still had a job. So if he would have been fired 10 years ago. He would still have his life. Exactly. Right now. Yeah. But we, you know, we kind of went off subject and went Oh, to, yeah, definitely. We for sure. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's, that's how conversations happen. I'm not mad at it. We <laughs> talked about stuff that's important. It matters. Right. So, I mean, it was good to have you on the show. Finally. Yeah, I know. We've been putting it off for a good old minute now. Yeah, so we're going to put this on your channel and yeah. my channel. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what kind of response we get. Oh, facts. Um, before we end this, I want to, um, anybody that's interested in 
broadening their understanding of other religions, I have two recommendations for you to see. There is um, an interfaith panel. Mm-hmm. They actually did it twice. There is, uh, if you search the name Omar Suleiman, he is a representative of my religion. Okay. And he had people from Christianity and Judaism stand at a panel. They answered questions from the audience. And the conversations that they had were so beneficial to anybody that wants to bridge the gaps between the misunderstandings of religions. Okay. They had so many great things to talk, talk about their responses and just YouTube, Omar Suleiman interfaith panel, whatever it is, there's two of them. They're like an hour and a half long each. So you'll, you won't be bored though. You will learn so much in such a good way. I definitely recommend that, but that's all I've got. Okay. So, uh, your pot, your, uh, YouTube channel. My YouTube channel. <laughs> Samantha Disc- D- Dixon. Yes. And social media? Oh, man. Um, I mean, it's all Samantha Dixon, except Instagram is probably Samantha Dixon YT at the end. Okay. Yeah, I try to keep it all the same so I don't confuse myself. Right, yeah. <laughs> now, are you going to do uh, the podcast, your own podcast? Um, If you assist me with it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. All right, fair facts then. Samantha Speaks. Yeah, cool. Okay. With the shit. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, we'll do this again Thank soon. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. I had fun. No problem. Toledo, rep your city. Visit us online at the419grind.com.